So, Mark, did you see the new game-winning strategy in the casino that went viral on social media this week? Who knew all this time we've been trying all these different strategies, different bet amounts, and all you had to do was lick the machine? Yeah, it's called, like, get hepatitis and win a bonus, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That's the question everybody needs to answer. Would you get hepatitis? To win a jackpot. I mean, it's totally worth it, right? I mean, people do crazy things in casinos all the time. Kissing the machine, giving it some love. What else are you supposed to do? I don't know if licking the machine is worse than peeing your pants because you're on a heater. I don't know which one's worse, but it's always fun to see what people do in a casino, man. You seem to have a great time, too. I guess. One of the biggest thorns in the sides of people who come to Las Vegas is the hand pay limit, that $1,200 limit where they have to report everything to the IRS. Dina Titus and some other Congress people have been trying to get this changed for years. They have legislation, but the IRS Advisory Council just came out and said that not only do they suggest that it goes up to $5,800 with future allowances for inflation, but that it doesn't need to be passed by law. It just needs to be an administrative action in order to do it. So we'll see if this happens. Titus says she wants them to change the rules now. Yeah, I think this is long overdue. I mean, we've talked about it several times on the show. And even if it's like $5,000 and just attach it to the cost of living adjustment that increase every year, whatever it's like 2 3%, whatever it be, just have it fluctuate with that from now on. Set that up now so you don't have to come back and do this in 20, 30 years. Just already bake that into the rule. And I'd like to see this change quickly. I mean, think how much less aggravation it'd be. People play games, certain games, because it's just under $1,200 and they don't want to hit that bonus. Or how many people do they employ to walk around and do hand pays? And we talked about it at the airport, them having to do it and how long it takes. It's just, it's a pain for the consumer. And then it's also a pain for the casino. So this would save a lot of money and would make people happier, I think. So it definitely needs to change. And you know, the casinos are hoping people will gamble more if they don't have that limit there. But when this was passed back in the 70s, Nevada was the only state with legalized gambling. And now 44 states have some form of legalized gambling. So it's really a, not just a Vegas problem, not just a Nevada problem, but it's a U.S. problem, something that more and more people are running into every day. Yeah, and it's always been surprising to me that it's 1200 bucks hand pay at a, a slot, but you could win like 50 grand on a table game. And they don't say anything or bring anything over. Same with sports betting. If, if you bet 2000 bucks and win, they don't give you any paperwork or anything. So it's never made sense in that aspect either. Why is this treated differently than everything else? We need to see uh, some changes. The government's doing some good for once, Sean, maybe. It hasn't happened yet, Mark, so don't go get ahead of yourself. <laughs> Five years from now, we could still be seeing that $1,200 limit at the way things are going. So I talked on previous shows how I was going to give a reason for why everybody should visit the TROP every week before it closes. And last week, we were so busy with the shows, had so much to cover. I didn't get to do it. So... Today, we're on number two, and that's the pool area. Yeah. I got accused in the comments of running out of things after one. So I just like quietly yeah. <laughs> went away. But the pool area, this is an amazing pool area, and it's old school. Flamingo probably has the most comparable pool area, I would say, in Las Vegas. But there used to be waterfalls and more out there than there is now. But it has an indoor section, which is very rare in Las Vegas. Outdoor section feels like an island. And you're surrounded 100% by the property. You even have the bungalows, which gives you that old school kind of throwback feeling as an older property. The only problem with the pool is it is cold. There's no heater in it. Yeah, that's a problem. And then if it's, you know, blocked, it's probably not getting as much sunlight and, and everything. Uh, so you're not heating it up that way. And there's nothing I hate more than a cold pool, man. It's a big gripe of our favorite Hyatt Regency, uh, Grand Cypress in Orlando, that you can't swim in the pool most of the time during the year because it's so cold. So that is a big takeaway negative, but it's a cool area. And, you know, Flamingo's kind of got that sprawling type of pool set up too, like you said. So that's 
basically the last old school pool like that would you say in vegas after this gets knocked down hopefully somebody brings it back yeah they just feel a little different and just walk around that area not just the pool but the gardens there's grass everywhere you still have the bungalow so it just feels more resorty than some of these newer pools which are squeezed onto rooftops and kind of an afterthought at some places other places not so much but they just don't build them the same way anymore and you don't get that like enveloped resort feel a lot of the times. Yeah, it's more like party pad, dance clubby, vibe-ish, a lot of concrete everywhere. That's like uh, when you go to the Planet Hollywood pool, it's so hot out there because it's all concrete. That's even kind of surrounded a bit. They could have made it feel like Tropical Themey maybe, put some grass up there, but they did not. And it's just like you're walking on the, the surface of the sun to get to the pool. It's kind of terrible. More reasons coming, I promise. I will not run out. I promise I can get to the end of this thing. Two more. <laughs> so we talk all about F1 all the time. In fact, we have to talk about them more later in the show. But a cool race is coming to the Strip. Nitro Cross, they're going to do their Nitro Dome race. And this is going to be in that lot right behind Planet Hollywood. It's basically just like a parking lot now with a like a quick care center that they have to build this track around, which is sort of funny. But March 1st and 2nd, they're going to be racing out there, rally cars. Looks really cool. Yeah, I think this is more my speed versus F1. Like, I, I want to see kind of like crashes and dirt flying and jumps and all that stuff is it, it looks really awesome you know from the videos the promos i've seen and it's cool they can put it together without disrupting anybody you know set it up on the strip essentially without messing anything up for everybody we need more stuff like this i think i think it's a really cool idea I, i'd definitely go see it if i was in town yeah it's nice to see a surface level racetrack i know we have events like monster truck and things like that inside arenas but this is neat the weather should be nice perfect time of year for it so hopefully it all goes well i wanted to talk about rio because I visited there last week and wanted to check out the new food hall and check out some of the stuff that they're doing to the property. And I have mixed feelings. Of course, Rio still looks like it did mostly before, which is very sad, very sort of dark, dated. Parts of the casino have really low ceilings, and I don't know how they're going to fix that, but nothing uh, completely fixed yet. I noticed that the check-in lines are still crazy long. We were there, I think, about 7 p.m., and the line stretched all the way through the casino like we've seen before on videos. They still haven't figured that out yet, but the food hall is nice. One big surprise for me was it's much smaller than I thought considering the size of the buffet. I'd say it takes up less than half the space. Yeah, I think that's number one thing they need to fix is the check-in. There's nothing worse than getting off your flight. You're all excited. You just want to drop your bags in the room and you're stuck in line for an hour, hour and a half. It just puts a bad taste in your mouth. And that should be like the focus. Before you fix anything else, fix that. Bring in kiosks, do online, check it. Whatever you need to do to make it work. Bring in more agents, more desk space. However you need to make that work, do it. You know, when I was there for the Super Bowl, I was trying to do online check-in for Resorts World on the Hilton app. And it kept giving me an error. So let's go to the desk. And I was getting so like frustrated in the in the Uber on the way to the hotel thinking there's going to be a long line. And I walked in, I posted pictures on Twitter. Walked in, there's not one person in line. And it kind of blew my mind Friday before the Super Bowl that it wasn't crazy busy. So I don't know why they're having so much issue there. Maybe they just don't have enough desk agents set up, whatever it be. But they need to fix that before they fix anything else. It was Valentine's Day night and it was busy. So it's midweek, but also a holiday. And it was busy. There were people everywhere. It was good to see that. Very vibrant and lively. And there are areas around the casino that are starting construction but nothing really finished yet except for that food hall. So that's really the first example of what it'll look like. Everything else sort of still looks the same, except for the lights on the outside. And we've been seeing these for weeks. We talked about them on the show when they first debuted, and I've been seeing them around the city. You know, you can see them from just about everywhere. But I got a closer up look. Now, of course, the day we were there, they weren't doing any of the light shows. So it was just straight blue lights, which was weird. They weren't flashing because they'll change color. They'll do all of that. But it was good to see. And we got to use the Frio Play that they had sent my wife. She also got a $10 
free voucher for food that we used for Tony Luke's, the Philly inside the food hall, which was okay. You know, this place has a pretty big reputation. I'd say the portion size was kind of small, $13 for the sandwich, but it was tasty. So that was nice. Of course, the Frio play, we didn't leave there with anything. So Jasmine donated a little bit to the renovation fund when all was said and done. Here's a bad dad joke. Free no play is what it turned into. But uh, no, uh, I saw the the light up, you know, it was all lit up when we were going to the Sand Dollar Lounge and we got to see it from a distance and it was really cool. And I'm surprised they didn't do something with Valentine's Day, like some red and white moving around and, and all those type of things. It's, it's weird that they would leave it locked on blue, but I think it does. It brings a little bit to the, the building and definitely draws your eyes to it. Kind of like we said with the Strat doing the, the projection light on it, how much cooler it looked with that setup. So hopefully everybody kind of ups their game in this aspect. You know, if you're off the strip, you need something to draw eyes to it. And then people might come in and, and want to check it out a little bit more. So I think it's a good move and it, it's looked great. Hopefully they keep it going. Rio was one of the first, maybe the first hotel to have like that neon stripe on the outside. So they were very early on in the sort of light show thing. So it's good to see them kind of coming to modern times and that exteriors look so ugly. It looks much better now. And that's very good. One other takeaway, just to share with everybody, the views from the Masquerade Garage, if you go to the top of that garage, the views of the Strip, you're about five stories elevated. Looking out at the Strip, it's a panoramic. One of my favorite views in Las Vegas. If you ever want to get a little detached, see the beauty of the Strip at night, that's the place to go. Everybody now knows that Sean's favorite guilty pleasure is going to the top parking garages and taking video until he went to the Durango and all he could see was a wall. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Durango blocked me out. So after we went to Rio, we went to Chinatown to get Shaolong dumplings. This is a really good soup dumpling place if you like Shanghai soup dumplings. It was really busy, so we didn't get in there. I have eaten there before and can recommend it. And in the same parking lot, we went to Ramen Show, which is a local ramen spot. And the ramen was really good, so I wanted to just recommend it there. Nothing too crazy, but good night and enjoyed the food and enjoyed Rio. Getting to see some life breathe back into it. A long way to go. Bring back the carnival in the sky. Yeah, I think that would be awesome if they, they bring that back. A reason to go check it out if they have that going, as well as all the updates and everything. And then cheap rooms that are newly remodeled. So it's got stuff going for it. They just got to follow through with it and improve that first experience when you walk in the door and you want to get your room key. Make that smooth. And I think they'll be uh, on their way to success. As a reminder, we have our Patreon. We do a weekly after show. It's a lot of fun. $5 a month gets you access to that, plus all of the previous after shows. You can watch it as a video, listen as a podcast, patreon.com forward slash MTM Vegas for all the info. Thanks to everybody who supports us over there. Area 15 has been, I don't know, they've been killing it with all of their announcements. Obviously, they have Meow Wolf. They have a ton of stuff there already. Universal is bringing their horror unleashed attraction. And now the John Wick experience is coming to Area 15, a 12,000 square foot attraction that will blend immersive theater and highly themed cinematic environments to create an interactive journey that transcends reality. Huge partnerships for Area 15. Good to see that. Yeah, he said horror, guys. We got it. We have an outtake for you, probably. It's cool to see, you know, these partnerships. I don't know. John Wick feels a little bit weird to have an immersive type of thing it's a great franchise i love the movies i just don't know how they're gonna make that work with like you know do you get like shot at and beat up what do you do when you're in there so i'll be interesting to see how it plays out but it's cool to see them keep bringing in these big names and big events and pop-ups and all kinds of random stuff there and they're offering more and more and if you haven't been over to area 15 definitely go check it out it's worth it even if you just go walk around have a drink whatever go to the the thing that shoots up and and you get good views of the skyline and, and everything like that it's it's worth a visit it definitely is i wonder with all these attractions they're all run by different companies different admission tickets is there starting to become too many and too expensive and 
how one is doing versus the other. We don't get a lot of that information because I feel like Meow Wolf is the big draw. That's what everybody knows. And maybe these other ones are not going to do as well. But that's why you get these big names like Universal, like John Wick. And this will be part of phase two, but Area 15, yeah, killing it. No doubt about that. Yeah, I wonder, do they ever go to like a all-access wristband for 200 bucks, 250 but whatever it be, and just let you go into five or 10 or maybe all of them I feel like you got to get to there at some point. I don't know if they can work out a deal with all the people there that they would split up an equal amount of money. And I'm sure that there's way too many hurdles to jump there, but that'd be a really cool addition if they could pull it off. So let's talk resort fees again. A few weeks ago, MGM raised their resort fees, then Wynn did, and now Venetian, $50. Not a surprise. Nothing much else to say. Once one company starts... They all follow. Yeah, because if you don't at this point, you're just leaving money on the table. If somebody else is charging 50 and you're at 45, nobody's going to notice the difference really at that point. Or nobody's going to book with you because you're $5 cheaper. We're going to be at 100 bucks in 10, 15 years. So we have a quick update on the Founders Card, Caesars Diamond situation. It is confirmed that Founders Card has lost that benefit. They will not give me any more information, so I don't know... What happens if people will get downgraded? I'm assuming that's not going to happen. They say they're still in negotiations, so we'll see if that happens. When it comes to the Caesars Wyndham match from the Wyndham Business Earner card, lots of people have gotten their status in the last few days, so it took a few weeks, but good news that that's still working. Yeah, that's kind of what we were thinking expected, so it's good to see that happen, and we'll have to see what Founders Cards does, because that was a big gem of their program was the Caesars Diamond status. Maybe they'll come with dirty circus status. I don't know. <laughs> figure, figure something out. What if they bring in MGM Gold somehow? How how crazy would that be we will see like i said they're not making a statement on any of it so we will just have to wait to see what happens other than we know they lost their status so f1 is involved in this lawsuit or a potential lawsuit we've been following the story for a while all the businesses around Harmon and Koval area complaining because of the bridge, it caused them all kinds of issues and financial problems. Now they've went to F1 and said, pay us this money or we're going to sue you. And the deadline for that is this week. So we'll see how that happens. But out of that story was something even more interesting. When they took down the bridge, they discovered a water leak. And all of these business owners just got notification that the road is going to be under construction through the spring through the F1 race. So basically... They think the bridge caused the water leak. Now the road is going to be under construction the rest of the year. What a mess. Yeah, now do you like sue the city because that's probably going to drive business away from you too. I don't know. I don't see F1 paying up. I, I see this going to a lawsuit just because if F1 does it now, then they open themselves up. They've, you know, there's a history of it that they can be shaken down a bit, even though I think they should pay some for the businesses that hurt. And then, you know, we talked uh, last week, I think that the MGM was talking about maybe working in the lower end properties and treating it like a normal weekend to bring in the business. So hopefully going forward, people know what to expect and in the rest of Vegas, gets the regular weekend and then the high-end places still get all the f1 money but they're not affected too much like we saw this and you know the time frame should be less i think it took six months and in the notes it's supposed to take three months this year of of uh, setting up the roads and all that stuff so maybe it won't be as bad but i'm sure it'll still be a hit overall Tick Segerblom County Commissioner reiterated that the county never signed a contract with F1. There's no agreement. The LVCVA did sign that initial three-year contract, and some of these commissioners are on the LVCVA board, so maybe that's why they're confused. But he did say that they have not approved any of the money that F1 wanted con for construction. They spent $80 million on all that construction last year. The county has not approved paying any of it. So if they don't, I guess F1 is on the hook. And they shouldn't because they never agreed to it in the first place. But I didn't realize that hadn't been settled yet. So 
F1 probably still with their hands out. You have to wait and see. I mean, it's kind of interesting, a whole nother level of things to keep your eyes on with F1, but I love the comment where he's like, everybody I talked to, nobody really liked it. Yeah, I mean, when a county commissioner says that, you know, he's out talking to the people and for him to say that publicly, he's also the county commissioner, I think, who forgot to disclose his ticket to the to the grandstands. Yeah, he didn't realize he needed to and then all the other ones did and then he he had to. I believe he's the one, but... More controversy, more pain, and then a water leak on top of all of that. So, you know, this will be a story that never dies. But yeah, as you said, construction is only going to be about three months before the race this year. So at least the summer will be clear and hopefully better because it's been the worst traffic 12 months I've ever experienced in Las Vegas. Everywhere you go, especially around the resort quarter, it's been terrible. I know people love to complain about traffic, but we can do better and obviously drop a can of part of that starting all over again. But man, it's been bad. Yeah, it's rough just getting getting around and all the events you have going on just, you know, that already adds to traffic concerts, games, all that stuff. There's so much more going on in Vegas than there was even like 10 years ago. So it's just kind of all added to it and they don't have the infrastructure set up to, to manage it. So hopefully they figured some things out after the first year and they can make it better. I don't know that it'll ever be smooth, but uh, hopefully better. So let us know what you guys think about everything we talked about. Higher resort fee at Venetian, the F1 stuff. That cool rally race behind Planet Hollywood, licking or kissing slot machines. Is that a strategy that you employ on a daily basis? Uh, what if they, you know, sanitized it before you did that? Would that be good enough for you? Would you give it a try? I know gamblers. You're licking chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know down in the comments. We do two shows a week, Tuesdays and Fridays. We'll be back in a couple of days with another show. Thanks so much for watching. Talk to you next time. Have a good week, everybody. Ready? We know Universal's bringing their horror unleashed attraction. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. I heard it that time. <laughs> it's just the way I say horror. What do you want from me? Okay.